0: This is the best recording studio. It is uh,
1: the first. No, it wasn't the first. No, but it was like where the idea was born. Right, and it's it's like home. It's home for the podcast.
0: Yep. It's filthy, dirty though, man. Who cares? Can't believe how people keep their houses so g dang clean. It's a true story. I don't know how they do it. You're gonna find a fair amount of dust around the Ryan compound. It's just
1: the way it is. It's the
0: way it is. Yep. This is Walleye Talk. I'm Dan Ryan. I'm I'm Will Neuer. We generally don't talk about housekeeping. We talk about walleye fishing. That's what we'll do
1: today. You know, unfortunately, we've been talking a lot about crappie fishing, too. It's not all about walleyes. Right. As much as we want it to be, it's just not the way it works sometimes.
0: Yep. We've been talking, I don't know, I'm not sure if we've talked about it on the podcast, but I've been talking about Yellow Jackets a fair amount, man. Mm -hmm. They are freaking everywhere. Mm -hmm. Right now there's one, it's probably the only living thing that likes your mustache right
1: now. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, I was afraid to open my mouth there for a little while. (laughs) Sucker was coming after me. Uh, We're at the end of August, September is... Right around the corner. Six days away, five days away.
0: Uh, this week we're going to do an introduction, we decided. Oh. Which is sort of what we're doing right now. A little surprise there. We thought after, like, quite a bit of... We put a, quite a bit of thought into this. We're going to do a week in review where we talk about what happened past week. Just sort of mix things up a little and we bit. we
1: started arguing because then we didn't know what we were going to do next. Yeah. Um, but we decided the next topic should possibly be uh, the best part about our jobs.
0: Yeah. Best moments in a day. Best... Uh, like overall parts of the job just mm-hmm. just mix in some some good feeling stuff yeah. you know um, we will wants to talk about a reduction in weed productivity I'm excited to hear what what your theory is on that your theories are just usually like way wrong and then <laughs> also out there
1: <laughs> and sometimes it's just it's just crazy enough that it might be right
0: yeah and that that's certain and you got to sell it
1: you got you got to talk about it with confidence you got to really sell it hmm otherwise people aren't gonna believe you yeah you do an
0: excellent job of that you just gotta sell it yeah which is probably why you sell sold like i personally know of like at least a hundred Ken catch bo- boss spoons that you've sold oh yeah like guys like that and it was such a great thing that guys want to know
1: like do you have a, a spoon you'd recommend for catching a walleye through the ice Ken catch boss spoon green green can catch K- what kind of boss spoon are you using today what kind of green boss spoon you got, <laughs> got on? That was always what me and Mark yeah. would talk about. Hey Mark, what kind of green boss spoon you got on? Oh, I got a green boss spoon. Oh nice. That sucker catches them, hey. It eh? does. It does. The minnow heads come off of it though. Yeah, I know it. But Steve, he, big Steve, he, he purchased that company. Yep. He's and he he's gonna fix it. Uh, I, he better. I think he will. <laughs> Otherwise, I'll have to. Oh man. We might
0: have to move. We said are nice. Vicious. We said nice things about this porch and that you got one on your pinky. Uh, We'll talk about low water. Low water is an issue for a couple different reasons. We'll do a groundhog day. We'll do a preview. And then we'll get you back to your normal day life. Having fun in the sun on the lake all day long. Porta-Doc.com. Porta-Doc.com. Find your local Porta-Doc dealer today. Porta-Doc.com. I feel like this is a time of year uh, where we start doing some reflection. You mm-hmm. know, As soon as you get a cold, cold morning, you're like, yeah, things are going to be wrapping up.
1: Things are going to be changing a little bit mm-hmm. here. Um, Life's going to slow down a little bit. Mm-hmm. But until that point, it's going to be fast and furious.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But I got a question for you. It's more of a nautical question since you're a captain. All, What do you do with a drunken sailor? Well, I mean, that's for sure. It's very easy to fall
0: in love with a drunken sailor. Mm. Ask my wife. <laughs> Happened nine years ago.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, no, is this a joke?
1: I mean, it's, it's a song. It's I'm in love with a drunken sailor? No, well, your wife is in love with a drunken sailor. It's a, it's a it's like an old song, like, the words are, what do you do with a drunken sailor? Oh, man, whenever you, I sing it, it's, I'm in love with a drunken
0: sailor. <laughs> no, it's, what do you do with a drunken sailor? I don't know the answer. Leave him be, man. He's first- probably just fine. <laughs> He's Leave probably be. pretty
1: angry. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to be on don't, this boat anymore. Don't
0: mess with a drunken sailor. <laughs> That's my, my default. Don't mess with him. Uh, how's your week been, Wilbur?
1: Oh. Uh, I had a sporadic week. You know, I've had I've had a pretty tough time on the walleye front, though. I mean, I've had a few bites here and there. Um, but overall, I don't think I'm over a ton of them. I keep searching for that first fall bite, and I'm not on it. I can say with certainty I'm not on it. Yep. And I f- keep thinking, oh, yeah, tomorrow's the day, tomorrow's the day. And eventually I'm going to be right. But I haven't been right thus far. Yeah. So i got to keep looking at summertime stuff, and I've got a walleye or die trip tomorrow on a lake that has been good to us thus far. Hopefully they continues to, to hold true. Sure. Um, How about you, Dan? Similar. Like, I
0: think what's going
1: to, what you're going to
0: start to recognize with Will and I is like, our trends are same, are the same. Like our days can be different, but I would agree. I I did have quite a few nice walleye days sprinkled into this past week. Um, If like my snarky comment, when I posted the podcast last week was (laughs) that you were, uh, like, terrible at predicting the weather. So, like, during those four trips, uh, three of them were pretty darn good. And the one that I would have guessed was gonna be the the best was not. Which, mm. So, I I was wrong. You were also wrong. Oh, dang yeah. it! Um, But, yeah, uh, if you get over them, I feel like you can generally get them to bite. You know, and I don't... It, with all the weather rolling around, it's not always happening. But I would agree that usually my slower walleye days are more related to me just not being over them. And uh, the spots that pay off this time of year, it's like a boomer bust type of situation mm-hmm. where like you almost have to check the spots that like from years past. There's there could be a hundred of them on on these smaller lake spots, right? Like that that should be your milk run, the ones that fill up with like loads of walleyes. Right,
1: where you can make your trips for a week. Mm-hmm.
0: And, like, today would be the first example, and we talked about it last year, where the loads, I checked a couple loads of walleye spots, and they didn't have them. So I switched gears, and I tried to check the, like, uh... 2Z, 3Z? 2Z, 3Zs, and that that also <laughs> didn't work. You know, we, we got one up <laughs> of the 2Z, 3Zs, but, um, I was trying to, like, get out of the same milk run. Mm-hmm. But you do have to, like, keep checking them, because those are going to pay off, like... Right now, right now there could be a hundred of them on one of our spots, and yes, um, but yeah, it's generally. And I, you know, I told my customer this morning. He's like, "They're just not biting that well." I'm like, "No, dude, I I think we've been over like eight walleyes, and you're right. Like those eight didn't bite, right? Or the seven of the eight didn't bite. But it's not, it's not their fault. No. And it usually, I would I would guess that if you're not finding them on the stuff like that, they're also there's a chance maybe this morning there was a bunch of shallow fish eaten real good that were off our radar. Maybe early, early. But I think in general they were not in any location where they were looking to eat. They right. were in locations to just chill out. Right. Could be wrong. But,
1: but if that was going to happen, it would be on a day like today. Mm-hmm. High skies. Cool. You caught one on six-feet water? That's a true story. So maybe they were in there. But that was a super weedy, grungy... Sure. Uh bug eater I like those ones yeah those ones are but that one's gonna cooperate nine times out of ten that fish is gonna cooperate it's probably never seen a bait before right I was in a pretty stupid spot (laughs) I was in a really stupid spot it was worth a shot I was like oh my god that's a walleye (laughs) that's funny you wanna know what I was right up tight against the rice were you really (laughs) yeah those are the ones Bassmaster Andy catches I know what (laughs) They looked delicious, though, so we ate them.
0: Uh, Oh, I think, uh, yeah, we were a little off on our timing. I'll just, like, echo what we said, and we'll say it with more detail at the end of the episode. But this week's going to be pretty good, I think. I agree. Might be tomorrow, might not be.
1: Stable, cooler conditions. Yeah, fair amount of rain. Got it, we need it. I know. We need it for a couple reasons, I mean, to help the water levels. But also to help cool the cool cool temps off. off. Cool it yeah. off,
0: yep. yep. A agree. nice
1: long rain can cool that water temp off three degrees overnight. Mm-hmm. Yep. But,
0: um, you want to roll right into the next one? I'd love take it a to. Break? Break. <laughs> All right. We're talking about the best parts of the job. And I felt like it was like a yin and yang thing where like we've occasionally said, and usually it's a listener question, like what are things that people do that bucket while you're working? Well, ultimately... I think we can both agree that we are very fortunate to be doing the job we're doing. Pfft, it's the best job I ever had. It is, for sure. Um, my uncle once said to me, well, he said it to me this year. He said, uh, you have a great job, but you have a tough job. And mm-hmm. I think those two things can be true at the same time. Um, we're not going to focus on the tough part. Um, but I want to hear a couple of, like, the the moments in a day or parts of the job that you really enjoy.
1: Um, you're asking me? You want me to go first? Yeah. Okay, I'll give you one, and then how about you go? Yeah, we can bounce back and forth. Okay, so I had something happen actually today, that I have maybe once or twice a year that happens, but I had two kids in the boat, and it was their first time fishing out of a boat, Mm. and that was wonderful. Like every because the expectations are so low. Sure. They, I mean, they're just happy to be there. They're happy about absolutely. Everything yep. that happens. Yep. There is no normal. Right. Like, this is a brand new experience. Today. Every experience you go through, like, we went out of Girl Lake, and then we caught, like, three little bluegills to start. And they thought that was stinking wonderful. <laughs> Where there's guys, you know, those true walleye or die guys, they're like, oh, this is awful. Get me out of here. Let's go. I don't want to catch anything if it's not a walleye. I'm like, whatever, dude. But these kids were super happy about it. I taught them, I, they had no idea how a spinning rod even worked. I taught them how to cast, and by the end of the day, they were great at casting. Great at casting. And, you know, the kid caught the walleye. That was his first walleye. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. And it's just great to be able to teach and pass along these, you know, this worthless knowledge otherwise that I have. Mm-hmm. It's worthless unless you don't, unless people want to go fishing. Mm-hmm. It's absolutely worthless. Right. So, so if it can I can
0: solve I c- any of the world's problems.
1: No, <laughs> no. So it's just really nice to, uh, to have a use for it. And kids are the best way to translate that. That's all.
0: I, would, uh, I won't make this my main thing, but I will definitely echo the kid thing. Uh, and it's become, like, I've thought about it quite a bit this week because I had a kid this week and it surprised me. Usually we're at the end of our kid season right mm-hmm. now. And we're and there's pros and cons to that, you know, like it's certainly there's some there's some work that comes with having a, a boat full of kids. But you're right that like the the little moments in, in a in a day are far best appreciated by a young person. Oh yeah. Um and it makes you recognize that you're taking you and it's not we all take take some stuff for granted, um if we're living in this area and enjoying these lakes. It becomes a normal, Mm -hmm. and so it's it's hard not to take it for granted. But a kid can make you recognize just how like
1: awesome this is.
0: Yeah. Um, I really enjoy like the shoulder parts of my trips. Um, I like being the first boat at the access. I like like the like the. I like getting my boat in the water before I meet the customers. Uh, If I'm picking them up at a resort, I like the boat ride to pick them up or the boat ride after I've dropped them off. You know, especially after a good day of fishing, that boat ride home is like
1: that's a nice and satisfying.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, and it's usually pretty like pretty leisurely. You know, well, I I go one way or the other. Either I go 25 miles an hour or I go full bunny. Mm -hmm. You know, and pin the throttle down and. put my feet up and just let the waves do whatever they're gonna do not worry about keeping people dry I like those uh, those parts of the, of the day
1: so you like it before people get there and after people get there you hate the parts in between but you sure
0: like the before and after I've been ia former boss told me that I'm an outgoing introvert and I think that's true like <laughs> I I I do enjoy being around people but I need some time by myself mm-hmm. to to recharge. And as a, a full-time guide working every day, you're generally in the boat with other people.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So the little windows of time where you're in the boat with yourself. <sighs> exactly.
1: Breath yep. of fresh air. Yep. You got another one? Um kind of. <laughs> so like for me I really enjoy being out, th- being out there in conditions that really suck. I really do enjoy myself on those days, mm-hmm. especially when, like, let's say it's just really rough and there's maybe four other boats on the lake and you can get to an area by yourself and everyone, you're certain everyone else is catching fish too and they don't care about what you're doing. And you can go out there and you can hoot and you can holler and nobody hears you and you're Catching fish and having a great time, mm-hmm. like oh yeah, fish on. That's when I'm my best guide. Was when it's rough, fish are biting, and I can be loud, sure, and not have like any repercussions. <laughs> like, any repercussions. There's times I remember you were out there one time, and I was pre-fishing, and I it was very very calm, mm-hmm. and you could hear me from like Red Rocks. Yeah,
0: I dragged the cursors like three quarters of a mile away.
1: Yeah, and you could hear me. Those, that's not more of my prouder (laughs) moments, but I like to, you know, I don't, I I will never act like that with a crowd of people and I won't act like that intentionally on a day where I think noise can carry. But when, you know, it's, we're in our own buffer, Mm -hmm. we can have a great time and wail on them. Yeah. It's like uh, the world is small at that point. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. I know I'm not making anybody angry except for maybe the people in my boat. (laughs) But I do love that. <laughs> yeah. I love that a whole bunch. Oh, um, I love that. I like. You
0: know, we have a small community up here. We we live in a town of 156 people. Um, how big is Reamer? I guess you live in a different 300 something. All right. Um. Anyway. As a guide, you get you get to see people from all over the country, all sorts of backgrounds, all sorts of different jobs. Um. Yeah, I like that. We get to see all kinds of kinds up up in an area we love, right? <laughs> and you can see it on on their faces that they they enjoy it too. But you get a wide variety of of folks, which is not true, for like it doesn't represent what our like demographic looks for like sure. in North Central Minnesota. And that's great, man. I love hearing about other people's jobs and like other parts of the of the country. We get people from Texas all the time. All the time. Get people from the East Coast. I mean. All over the place California yep um, my favorite is there, there's a there's a type of usually it's a dude and I ask him what they do and the first thing they do is they go well, I work in, and, like, that sigh is all about them knowing that I'm not going to have any idea what they do. <laughs> 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 and it usually has, like, something to do with finance, you know? Uh, but it's it's funny that they just, like, I'm sure they feel the question all the time, and most <laughs> people have no idea what they do. Maybe even their own wife doesn't know what they
1: do. <laughs> Maybe it's a front for embezzling money or something. Maybe. Yeah, maybe they're like, maybe you should mind your own business. (laughs) (laughs) And Dan, maybe you should shut the heck up. (laughs) Yes, sir. (laughs) Anything else? It's a wonderful job. It is a great job. And a wonderful place. Yep.
0: It's a hard job and a good job. I am looking forward to... We're at the end of the... Not the end. We still will have to do it depending on the body of water, but pretty soon we're gonna get to turn our boat sideways and we're gonna get to throw a couple jigs off that side mm-hmm. and we're gonna just let the wind do, do all it, the work do what it wants. Uh huh. And we're not gonna look at our graph ninety nine percent of the time. We're gonna like stare into the wind and watch a rod go thump every once in a while. Uh-huh. That I'm really looking forward. Yeah, to. you
1: look about five minutes later, oh, yeah, it looks like we're past it now. <laughs> right. Let's head back up. Right,
0: that sounds really. Good. <laughs> that does sound good. Yep. You
1: put the trolling motor down just to, just to feel something. So you got something to grab onto every now and then. Like you turned it on. You turned it on twenty five minutes ago, <laughs> just for you know, just to make sure it worked. Right. Yeah, that's cool. All I like right. that a bunch. I'd like to do the skin. I feel like it's good to highlight the good parts of this job every once
0: in a while. Mm-hmm. Um, but for now, we'll take a break and switch subjects. Walleye Talk is brought to you in part by Full Stringer Bait and Tackle in Longville, a staple of the Longville area lakes, and what walleyes want to bite is the rainbow minnow. Full Stringer and Longville Bait and Tackle, before it was owned by Full Stringer, the dude who catches them can catch them real good. If you get a scoop of rainbows, you're going to get good minnows to jig, good minnows to rig. I cannot wait. Could happen tomorrow. They're going to start biting rainbows, and the place to get those rainbow minnows is at Full Stringer Bait and Tackle. We're 20 minutes in. We have reduction in weed productivity, low water. Let's just blend those together, because I feel like there's mm-hmm. a little bit of... Very
1: much overlap yep, there.
0: Um, Groundhog Day preview done. So. so you brought it up. What are you What are you thinking about this?
1: So in some of our lakes, and it's not everywhere right now. There's a couple lakes in particular where the weeds will actually probably end up being better... The later on we get, but there's a few lakes in the area where those weeds kind of peter out, where they really start turning brown, and then it's like the life just leaves them, like there's just nothing in there, um, and we're starting to see steps of that happening right now, where you know where where once there was a lot of life in there, now that life the weeds are getting too tall, they're browning. And I think the reason for that is they're, they're starting to decay, and the process of weed decaying is instead of giving off oxygen, they actually take in oxygen mm-hmm. to create CO2. right So now where there was once thriving life because there was plenty of oxygen, cooler temperatures, you know the, now the temperatures are naturally cooling off. there's plenty of wind, so the, you know there's oxygen in a lot of places, mm-hmm. except for in those areas because. Of how how because of the decaying yeah and it's we're starting to see those processes happen now.
0: I think that probably starts pretty low down on the food chain too. So either like one, it could be bugs that vacate because there's no oxygen, and then like very very small bait fish <laughs> are, are are getting out of there, and then while... Like the fish we're looking after or looking at, um, to try to catch are... that yes, they use it for cover, they use it for ambush points, they still have to have food around. So I think that like while they may not be impacted so much about the like the lower level of oxygen, if there's if their food's gone in there, they're not gonna be in there.
1: Yeah, they're they they will not be anywhere close. Yep.
0: Yeah, we have like one lake in particular where all we do is a weed thing. And yeah. in general we are like, I would say we're both fishing that one a little less. My opinion of it is it isn't very high right now. I feel yeah. like in general, the last two summers, last two seasons, it hasn't been very good. But regardless, that one is not one I like to fish much from about here on out. And especially not, like, September 15th on. No. No, thanks.
1: No. You know, it's it's best in June when the weeds are really starting to grow, you know, but you get to July 4th through July 15th, it really starts to wane. And, you know, to go out there now, it's going to be really tough. We might get a couple bites. Mm-hmm. And it's... I,
0: I do wonder, too, like the shape of like those weed beds starts to change and like where you used to get like more pockets of like, not like missing weeds, but maybe you'd have like a chunk of eight-foot weeds and then you'd get a little window where they're only growing four, four feet off the bottom. Mm-hmm. And like that, there's going to be a fish in there, you mm-hmm. know? And you don't even know what's going on with your jig but that's for sure happening where you're hitting pockets of thick weeds and then they thin out and there's going to be a fish in there looking to ambush and now I feel like it's all like weed bed not weed bed right? you know and so they could relate to the edges but um those fish on this like we're referencing are usually like you call it like they're in the slop oh yeah the walleyes are in the slop when we do well out there they're like in it yeah um and right now, I don't know if they can be in it because right. they're, they're
1: thick, and I think you're right that there's probably some die-off happening already. And, you know, we'd, we'd love to say, oh, yeah, you can go out deep and catch them. But in this particular body of water, you deal with a ton of slime on the bottom. Mm-hmm. To, so to run a rig or even a jig cleanly through there,
0: it ain't gonna happen, and it's a blind spot for us. Like right. we don't look at a lot of deep stuff out there anymore, right? Um, c- because usually, like the weed thing is for sure the best thing for the chunk of t- time that we're gonna use that lake. Um, and I'm sure there are some like hard bottom fish that we are unaware of, but, right? Um, yeah, you're right that the the slime is a is an issue too. So, but I haven't I haven't spent time on that lake looking for like Not recently. Gra- trying to graph fish and
1: quite a while and you know if we're going to spend time looking for new stuff we look for new weed beds right right it's what we do so um yeah and I think
0: even like this year is not unique in the fact that like your weed beds are going to change year to year like a spot that I was that was really good for crappies last year um was a deeper weed bed on the lake we were on today Mm -hmm. it was deeper like they grew up in, like, 16, 17 feet of water, and they got, like, 8 feet tall, and there were a bunch of giant crappies out there. And that weed bed is just, like, not there. Mm -hmm. And uh, I don't know if that's, like... I don't want to relate that just to low water. It's just the fact that, like, weeds...
1: That's how they... They
0: grow different every year. Right. So maybe they'll be back next year. Maybe they're 60 yards away, and I just haven't... You know, I wouldn't look for them. Um, But weeds change. I like that about it because it does make... A guy who's gonna look for fish uh, can find new weed fish every year. Right. You know, it's not it's not a spot that returns every year. It's it's a, a moment in time type of bite,
1: flash in the pan. Mm-hmm. Yep.
0: Uh, the low water thing, like our lakes are down. I think eighteen inches is like on average. Pretty average. Yep. Um, we have got a little bit of rain. I would tell you to be careful around your accesses. Like the our, our launches are good. And maybe you've already referenced this, but, like, prop wash buildups are, are concerning on at least two of them. Um, I did see the DNR on one of them. I think they were going to clear it out. But, um, yeah, be careful launching and loading your boat. And then I don't know if that changes. Like, I've had a couple customers ask, like, does that change fishing? And I don't know, because, like, there are some spots that I consider to be, like, humps that top out at 15. Mm-hmm which the top at 15 is great for this time of year usually, but right now they're 13. Right. And that might be just a hair too shallow for them to, to use those tops during, during the lighter hours of the day. I don't know.
1: And it seems like, it seems like the water had warmed up and it seems to be fluctuating more so. And it could just be the weather, but you know, we've had a couple of, a couple of times where they spike back up to 78, 79 degrees. Yeah. And it, Yeah, when
0: our days weren't that... Like, we didn't have, like, a...
1: Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Where, normally, I don't know if they do that. Right. You know, we only have, like, an 85-degree day. Exactly. And that thing pops back up to 78 degrees. Right. I I don't know if it's just because there's not as much thermal mass there, or if it's just because it's been so hot and the whole water column's hot. But it just seems odd. I would agree. Yep. Um...
0: I do, I do feel like walleye type spots that are related to steeper brake lines right now are the ones that are. Um, they seem more consistent to me. Like I don't think those would be ones that are impacted by eighteen inches less of water, right?
1: Because they come from deep water and they're
0: hanging on a break, right? Yep. And they're and like maybe their location on the break is changing. I don't know. I doubt that, but I mean, like maybe a little bit. But there, it's still a fishy spot whether or not. Um, and I think it's for, because that steep brake length. the flats or the tops of those would maybe be the ones that I could see getting impacted. Right. Mm-hmm. Because, um, it's a different, different, uh, They're different system animals. now. Yeah. yeah. So.
1: Yeah. If you, we're, if you think about a nine foot flat and we're 18 inches low, puts it at seven and a half inches. Yeah, eight.
0: it's different. I would, I consider those different, different things. Yeah. Um. But a break between 12 and 20, that's pretty tight. That they
1: usually sit on at 16 feet. They're yep. still going to sit at 16 Probably feet.
0: Probably sitting on that break somewhere. Yep. Yeah.
1: Just different. Yeah. Um, one more break. We'll do a groundhog and a preview and get out of here. I love it. This walleye talk is brought to you by the one stop in Longville. People don't think about this during the fall very often, but this is a great time to go in and purchase a new rod. Um, you know, if you're thinking about picking up a musky rod here for the next couple weeks, stop on to the One Stop. They've got a great selection of Elliott, 2B, Fenwick, and Shimano musky rods. Uh, they've got a great selection of walleye rods, Fenwick, Elliott, 2B, b Loomis, a whole bunch of other varieties. Um, just stop on in, pick out the perfect match for you.
0: All right, I have a very complicated Groundhog Day.
1: Well, I'm a very simple man.
0: he will figure it out. Um, all right. So I'm going to give you two options to Ooh. start with. You get to go, like, option A, option B, and then I need to hear how you do whichever option you choose. Okay, and then there's a second part to it. Yeah, well, there's just, like, a bunch of rules. Okay. Because I'm trying to, like, make sure you... Because I know you're, like, a little clever dude from Fed Dan. I need to, like, make sure you don't do some things that I think you might do. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Option A is uh, this This one takes place, like, right now. So tomorrow you've got a 10 fish quota. you got to try to catch 10 walleyes. Option A is leech lake. But the only thing you get to use on leech lake is a jig and a fathead but then I need you to know which spot I'm talking about and rule out that whole stretch. Okay, got Kay? it. Okay, So jigging a minnow on Leech Lake, or option B is any lake of your choosing in the Longville region, but the only bait you get to use is a beetle spin. <laughs> so I need you to choose which one <laughs> of those is more likely to lead to 10 walleyes, and then...
1: Can do- I dress up the beetle spin? Yes. I'm still going Leech Lake. Yeah? Yep. Jigging a minnow. On Leech Lake. On Leech Lake. Yep. Okay. But I can't do. fish the one stretch of, that yeah. I want to fish. Okay. Um, And it all stems from what we found this summer. Ooh. Um, shoot. Because I could catch 10 walleyes in July over there. I did catch 10 walleyes mm-hmm. um, And I've got all day to do it. And... I'm going to bank on that being really good. Okay. What is
0: what is this um, if people listen they probably know like the t- type of type of spot but you need to give them a description of what you what exactly you're going to do.
1: So the outside edge of this area. So we're talking about a monster area. It is I don't know, a couple miles at least long and it's about a half mile wide. And where it is is it, it's the it, the main break line of this comes from pretty deep, like, especially deep water for that area. It comes from, like, 20 feet up to uh, roughly 11 feet. Oh, monkey reed. <laughs> That's actually more <laughs> of a hump, Dan. <laughs> I would consider that a hump. All right, continue. Okay, so it, and then it comes up to about 11 feet, and then it's just a monster 11-foot flat. But on top of this flat are little areas where it rises up to 8, 9 foot. And on uh, a lot of those rises, there's good cabbage trees, cabbage And there's cabbage littered throughout the entirety of this. of this. But it, it, it seemed like that's where I found most of my concentrations was on those little rises. So, I would, you know, it's the wind's been blowing pretty consistently out of the south. I'm going to go up there and I'm going to drift those. I'm going to work those. And, you know, if it doesn't, if it's not windy, I'll just go pitching which i'm a hammer for pitching what would you prefer i would prefer wind i would agree i would prefer wind but i think i could still there's a chance i could get it done without it i mean i'd have some slow periods but i think i could do it um and i'm gonna use a eighth ounce jig if it's calm i'm gonna use an eighth ounce jig regardless because it's only eight foot and even in the Flat areas where there's not a ton of weeds, there's still care grass, there's still this yeah. You area.
0: want you want them swimming. Yep. You don't want them touching bottom much at all.
1: But you know, it probably it probably takes me five six days, but I'm gonna do it. And you know, if that's not if that doesn't seem to be working at all, I'm gonna head north. And there's some good weeds scattered throughout that whole that whole side, and I'm just gonna keep hitting weed patches and weed patches and weed patches and. Hopefully something sticks. Might go over to five mile, just to see oh. if there's something in the sand. Yeah. Might scan that up right away.
0: Yeah, that'd be a good idea.
1: Yeah, You get a couple bonus fish right away. Mm-hmm. Three, four quick ones, because that'd be a great way to catch three, four quick ones. Right. If they're, but they gotta be there. Get get in there at the ass crack and mm-hmm.
0: maybe find one little pot of them. Yeah. And they'll they'll bite right away. I bet.
1: For sure. Yeah. Because they're gonna be in eight feet of water.
0: Yep. But everything's gonna be shallow. It's going to be fun. I was going to say, like, this one sounds pretty... Like, it's almost like I would prefer to, like, have that as, like, my tomorrow. Yeah. Right? Like, I just have, like, some outside um, real rich guy be like, I'm going to pay you your guide fee, but you have to do this.
1: Sold. Sounds great. Sold. (laughs) I a sugar daddy. (laughs) Yeah, I like that one, though. But it, it takes me a while. You know, like...
0: It could very well happen on day one. I believe in you and ha- having it happen day one,
1: mm-hmm. but Me it too. would be
0: it would be a a grind.
1: Con- the conditions do have to be right for it to work out. Super, you know. Mm-hmm. Conditions have to be perfect. You gotta have a huge wind, cloudy. No, you need to have like a ten mile an hour wind. I want them huger. No,
0: you don't. You I think you a- do, but th- even more huger. This is where huger. you get. This is where you get crazy.
1: You don't want them that crazy. Ten on that. Areas. Although it is coming out of the South. Yeah. 10 is yeah. like pretty big. It's pretty uncomfortable. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. Just like a month ago, you told me that you were literally trapped
1: on this spot. <laughs> I, was, I was like, man, I'm going to have to run up to Federal. I was launched out of Sugar Point. I'm like, I can't get there right now. I'm going to have to go north and have somebody drive me up there. Yeah, you're right. 10 is plenty. 10 plenty. But yeah, I come home with my four and... Had me a great day. Sounds Caught a bazillion good. pikes. Yes, you did. Uh-huh. You did. I For set sure. the hook a ton. Yep, it was a good time. And <laughs> I think on the day that you uh,
0: like complete this challenge, you have—I bet you have five bites from pike that you don't even get to do anything mm-hmm. with them. Mm-hmm. There's just like you don't have a jig. Anymore. I went
1: to jig up one more time, and there's no jig there's there. There's no jig there. Mm-hmm. Those two things definitely overlap. For sure. Oh my goodness! Sounds this was fun. a fun day. Yeah. Thanks for the fun day. Did you? Was there even a a, a possibility that you thought I would choose a beetle spin? Would've, I would have guessed you were gonna go beetle spin. I just this is the wrong time you to do it. Why? Because I don't have any cabbage fish. All right, as is referenced in like
0: an earlier segment of mm-hmm. the podcast, <laughs> I don't have any cabbage <laughs> fish. Wait, bullshit! Excuse me. You just told us you were going to be fishing. Like, the whole spot was based off of a cabbage bed.
1: Yeah, but that's different. Why? Why is it different? It's a Sleech Lake. Okay. But
0: it's kind of bullshit. It's
1: for sure cabbage fish. But I don't have... That's my... That would be the best bed of cabbage fish.
0: Right now, of anywhere in Cass County
1: where we fish. Yeah. I agree. Now, if it was a month ago, I'd be on a little...
0: Interesting. Mm-hmm. Because you did say a month ago you caught 10 of them
1: there. I did, but I caught with, twenty of, or I caught 15 of them on a little... With a beetle spin? No, with a spinner rig. I think we maybe don't use beetle spins enough. I never use them, so right, clearly don't use them enough. Uh, that's where I'm at, too. But... Oh, all right. I don't think we need to take a break, but I want to take one more. You have something you want to tell me. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs>
0: This is the week, man, right? This is the one. I think so.
1: We've had lots of wind. We have cooler weather coming. It's continuing. Some wetness. It, it very easily could happen today. Yeah.
0: Um, My plan... God, I don't even have, like, that interesting of a plan. I'm going to just, like, keep looking at the stuff that has paid off the last three late August. Yep. And it's usually like the stuff you read about in walleye books, right? Yeah. It's like 16 to 22 feet of water, points, inside turns.
1: But there is a, there is instances where we find them deeper. Yeah. Like finding them in soft bottom.
0: Yes. And that's usually, coming too. Well, usually that like leads up to what I'm talking about. Like usually that's like,
1: what we would be doing right now. But what if it's not happening till this yep. week? You might be right. Um, I found fact- a couple of fish out there yes, two days ago. I just couldn't get them to eat. Sure. There was only one one pod that I had found, but it could happen. Yeah.
0: My customer that I fished with today, we fished together. It's the 25th of August today. Last year we fished the 29th of August and smoked them. Mm-hmm. Smoked them. And we ran the same milk run and some of them were on soft bottom, but most of them were on the hard bottoms a, a adjacent to the stuff we're talking about. And that's true on a couple of our lakes now, right? So, like, another one that we fish quite a bit, those fish are showing up on, like, where we want them to be um, and I, I only can imagine, like, your, I think your day
1: tomorrow is going to be a, a smash fest. I hope so. Yep. I hope I so because I think you know they they vacated one of the spots that I usually like to like to fish but they could easily show back up again but uh, we had a huge school of fish there that we beat on for a while um, but I, last time I was there there wasn't much there yeah me either but I they was could there a
0: couple days later nothing
1: they could easily show back up but we've got more areas to look at yeah and there's areas that they haven't been at yet that they usually are mm-hmm. and they could just be there now yeah. Same kind of deal. Yeah. You know, the whole don't
0: fish memories thing, like in general, it's maybe like a good practice to like get you out of your mold, but it, fishing memories definitely works. Like we, are, we fish, we are targeting a species that is like a creature of habit mm-hmm. and like year to year, it can vary time-wise a little bit, but they show back up on spots that they've been in years
1: before. But this, this is the time you're like, if that is a rule of yours, not to fish memories, this is the time year you break that all the time. Because you are, you are searching for something that isn't there yet. You can either go, what am I trying to get at here? We're trying to predict their pattern before they get there. So in order for us to do that, we could drive aimlessly. Or we could go to proven areas that they eventually do show you, up you on. you got to look at them. You have to at least look at them. Pablo yep. Anderville made a killing fishing memories. Mhm. Mm-hmm.
0: With electronics from 1999. Because it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Their are or so their 2D is great. Yes. It, that's all he cares about. That's all he cares about. He's got,
1: he's got a better map in his brain <laughs> than Lake <laughs> Master has ever had.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think you do have to revisit the old ones. And, and this it, is the time you're doing it. Yep. And the one thing I would tell you is that there's going to be other people revisiting the old ones. So, like, if you're looking for, like, which one to look at, maybe one that doesn't have a couple boats on it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um... Oh man, it's a pain in the butt. That's, like, the next couple weeks. I'm going to
1: start running my trips earlier and earlier.
0: To be the first one to the spot. To try to be. You yeah. know, it can be the difference between 4 and 11. hmm I think you're right. So. And just to, like, not have the awkward feeling of having to pull in on. You know, there are some community spots that we're going to fish over the next couple of weeks, and that's the way it is. But if you're the first one there. doesn't you, feel that way. You just do you, mm-hmm. right? And, like, I usually am happy to see the next boat show up, but I'm going to keep doing me. Right. You know? Right. Whereas if you're the third boat there, like, you
1: have to fish around everyone else. Yeah. Yep. But if you're the first one there, you can do whatever you want. Yep. It's
0: gonna be good. We're gonna start seeing some nicer fish too. You know, uh, we've been catching a lot of like 14, 15 inch uh, keepers for Beautiful fish fries. Keepers. We're gonna we're, we're gonna start seeing some real nice ones pretty quick here. Um. Yeah, it's gonna be good. We're thinking about cast like MWC. It's three weeks away. Three weeks from today, I'll be spending a whole day up there pre-fishing. And Yesterday, or, you know, I would have. Oh, it's going to be fun.
1: I'm going to suck up there again. I'm just going to have to lean on you. No. Yeah, you, I am. You didn't suck up there last year. I didn't catch a fish pre-fishing. You didn't even pre-fish. One time. One time, like eight days before the tournament. Yeah. Couldn't catch him.
0: Just relax.
1: But I'm going to do it this time. I'm going to catch at least two. Nice. That's one each, as many as One each year. day. <laughs> It's going to be fun,
0: though. Um, I'd have... I don't know what to say about leeches. There's some leeches around. People ask me about about leeches. Maybe I'm making a mistake. I'm not buying leeches right now. I've just been having nightcrawlers. I haven't bought them for like a month. Yep. But maybe that's a mistake. I would for sure have minnows and nightcrawlers every day while i walleye fishing. Mm -hmm. And I'd have fatheads. There's some real nice Mm -hmm. fatheads around town. Real nice ones. Mm-hmm. I'd have rainbows if you can get them. I'd have either redtails
1: or creek chubs. And then a bunch of crawlers. Have extra hooks. Because this is a time of year you get bit off by pikes. Mm-hmm. Even with night crawlers. Yes. Just get bit off lots. Mm-hmm. Oh my
0: goodness, the smallmouth are so good right now. Mm-hmm. <gasps> That's what we forgot to even mention that. Like this is, and we talked about it last year. The, our walleye spots in the fall start with a bunch of smallmouth. Mm-hmm. And then there's a couple walleyes. And then that like slowly shifts. Right now it's just like
1: a bunch of smallmouth. <laughs> That's a good sign, though. Yep. Good things to come. Yep. But anyway, this has been a terrific episode of Walleye Talk. I'm Will Neuer.
0: I'm Dan Ryan. See you next time.